Welcome back, bitches, to another episode. Like my boy Dr. Dre says, next episode. <laughs> Tonight we're doing something special. We're all grown ass men, so we figure we kick the women out of here. <laughs> Tonight, it's your boy, King the Dream. Got yeah. my man, Don Carlos. And we're accompanied by a returning John. guest. John. Returning guest, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You covered the. Uh, Finances. Finance topic. My mother-in-law says she wants to talk to you about some finances. Mm-hmm. She got my Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight, cuz? We're drinking Brothers Bond. Since we're bonding this brothers tonight, we're going to sip on this Brothers Bond. It's a straight bourbon whiskey. The guy said this is one of his favorite ones, too, besides the one we drank the last time. So we'll see how this, how this thing tastes. Go uh, straight, straight drink first. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're feeling that noise while I pull in the these cups. Yeah, some of that on the rocks. On the rocks. Mm. What'd you say it was called? Brothers Bond. Brothers Bond. Bond. Yeah, James. James James Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I need that paper towel second. That's because after we start drinking this shit, we really gonna bond, you know? Start fighting and shit. (laughs) So I got money. Says I'll wake up naked. Yeah. <laughs> I got money to, I got money not to wake up. Not to wake up I got money I wake up next to you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's try this thing out. We're gonna drink it straight, see how it tastes. Oh, yeah. Salute. 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 Let's see. Wow, it's smooth. Not too bad. Oh, nice. Not too bad. I like that. Not too bad. Yum. And as always I'm gonna be mixing it with some ginger ale. Oh yeah. Some brothers bond. Yeah. I could drink that straight. That's good. Yeah, it's good. It's you can. Good. You can leave it straight. You I think it. I think I'm gonna do a hint of ginger ale. A hint of ginger ale. Hint. Kind of like when you back talking, you got. <laughs> <laughs> you only get a little hit. You don't get the whole thing. My mixes are getting less and less ginger ale. It's getting yeah. like, right now. I'm at half, half and half. So. We also got to take a shot. I'll, I'll get the bottle a little bit. My brother Omar, he uh, decided to contribute a bottle of Casamigos. Ooh. We got the celebrity tequila now. Yeah, so uh, so in a minute I'll, I'll go grab it. We'll, we'll take a shot of that and see how it is. We'll give him a review and we'll thank him. We brought some nice little bottles. Yeah, yeah, so. that'd be nice. Oh. Definitely get naked. He said. Thank you. Hopefully that's at the Yago Hall. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he said something about spending the night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one thing we all have in common, we're all... Well, you and I, are, well, I guess we're all vets, but me, well, Kenny and I, we're out. Well, uh, John is still in. How many years you been in already? I just hit five in October. Five Damn years. Damn it, boy. Yeah. <laughs> How many did you do? Four. Four? I did four, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, four. Yeah. In the Marine Corps, though. In the Marine Corps, yeah. 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 I, I think four years in the Army is like maybe six eight, months in the Marine eight Corps. Eight years Marine Corps? Maybe? Eh, about six months. Hmm. Six oh. months. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, let's talk about this bouquet. Maybe it just feels longer since you know you're on a boat with guys all the time, just stuck there. No, it's actually quite peaceful. Actually, there's no complaining. I bet not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) not one motherfucking complaint. Everybody just there's pool night every night. I mean, it's fun. It's it's awesome. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, we didn't have 
was iPhones in fucking boot camp. I didn't have no fucking iPhone in boot camp. No, I had See, that's, that's the new arm right there. That's the new arm. So I served from mm. 2002 to 2006 is when I went. Mm. And that's uh, right after 9-11. I uh, went and I did a delayed entry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. 9-11 happened. I signed up, but I did a, I think it was like a four or five month delay. So I left in February of 2002. And that's when I went to boot camp. We didn't have no phones back then. They stripped everything away from you when we went I to got boot camp. How many, how many months is y'all's? Uh, it's been so long now, I don't even remember. It's mm-hmm. 10 weeks. It's 10, 10 weeks. weeks. And, then, uh, and then you do the AIT. The uh, I may get these initials wrong. Is it advanced individual training or yeah, something like that? Yeah, that's right. That's where you learn your specialties. For me, I was, I was calm. Did I was you calm. go to Fort Leonard for that? I went to Fort Gordon. Okay. You went to Fort Gordon too, right? Mm-hmm. That, I think that's what they do. Leonardwood the, is for MPs. Yeah, I think yeah, all the combo yeah, goes yeah. to uh, to yeah. Fort Gordon. Okay. So, yeah, I think you and I had the same job, just you got a newer version of it. Uh, what I was the uh, 25 November. Oh, okay, okay. I was in Quebec. You're in Quebec. They, yeah, Quebec's still around. They just changed the, how do you say, nomenclature mm-hmm. to Quebec. Before Quebec, it was 31 Romeo, and that's what I was, 31 oh, Romeo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We dealt with uh, UHF, VHF, SHF. And VHS yeah. <laughs> and on the goddamn porn video. <laughs> so they yeah. have, speaking of porn, I remember my old man used to have a fucking drawers full, full of them. VHS. Fuck <laughs> yeah! Oh, we got good at it too, because you know you pop it in. It ain't like nowadays where you put in a fucking oh, nowadays. It wasn't like back in the day where you put in a DVD, you know, and it st- start from the beginning. No VHS, you know, it's wherever you left it. Yeah, and. Be kind, rewind. Nobody would fucking do that shit. Y'all remember that? So, he had drawers of this shit, man. And we get up, they go, you know, uh, party or work or whatever, and we'd be by ourselves. Four boys. We watching some fucking porn, man. So, we'd have the dumbass at the, as the lookout, always looking out the window. I'm like, they're on an eight-hour shift. Look out the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fucking eight hour shift, right? Got the dumbass looking out the window, pop it in, rewind it, put it out. We were fucking up. We got caught. We were fucking up. So we'd rewind them and we'd put them away. My old man be like, God damn, I don't remember rewinding all these fucking movies. Because I don't know if y'all ever seen them, but they have either it's one long, it's one long one, or it's like two or three different ones in one tape. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, see, we never had the tapes. Y'all didn't have uh, tapes? No. My it was dad, always live action. My, my, <laughs> my dad would hide, uh, like, uh, the Playboy magazines. Okay. And then, uh, for, Vintage. Okay. for a while, we had, uh, <laughs> he got a, he had a friend that lived across the street that worked on TVs. Okay. And he made him a, a, a scrambler. You know what that means? You know what that is? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, everything used to be analog coming through, and they used to just, uh, they used to just block out the signal for those channels, like Cinemax and HBO, Skinemax. Mm. And so the, the scrambler, it would it would find that that code, I guess, or whatever it was scrambling, and it would reverse it and the, let the channels come through. Okay. He got it mainly for like wrestling pay per views and stuff. You get them for free. Right. But we we play up watching Skinamax, me and my brothers and some of my cousins. We had a lot of cousins that lived with us at one point, but it was like uh, at night we'd watch it because it was late night Cinemax. And then, like, uh, if we hear somebody walking, whoever had the remote would throw it at somebody else. <laughs> and everybody else would It'd yeah. be like a hot potato Hell with yeah. the remote into the like, door. Shut the fuck you, bitch. <laughs> nah. Got dish going up. We did eventually. Do you remember the channel 498? 498. 
That shit scarred into my head. Bro. Well, I remember. I think. I think. Playboy uh, Espanol, forty eight. The god tattoo that shit on your yeah. forehead. Never gonna forget that channel, dog. Talking about what game you in? Four ninety eight. Stay up late, you'll find out. No, uh, I think was it HBO that after a certain hour it would be. It was what HBO. Would, what would you call it though? Because it wasn't like hardcore porn where you. Nah, see, it, was it was like it was soft. soap. It was like soap opera porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just enough to like. Ooh. I think uh, HBO had like a uh, taxi cab confessions. Yeah, like taxi that. cab. Uh, and maybe even Red Shoe Diaries. I think is what it was called. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember, man. I, I, get, I can remember, remember that type of. Yeah, I can't remember that. <laughs> That's my kids' my birthday. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, who was that porn that came from back in the day? Hell yeah, yeah, man. After we found that shit out, well, you know, you know what sex is, yeah. right? So <laughs> I go to school, fucking, you know, kiss a little girl in fucking elementary school. I just had sex, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Tore that shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Left about three ounces of saliva on the cheek. <laughs> I fucked that shit up. <laughs> but hell yeah, man. Oh, man. But we, we, we eventually got smart. And uh, we started reading the, um, gosh, the VHS player had numbers on there. So we found out that whenever you put the VHS, the tape in, that from that point would be zero. Hmm. So I was like, that's that's my rewind point. <laughs> I ain't got to go past that. So we would, I, w- I would watch it or rewind it or whatever, and once it got back to zero, I knew, hey, eject. <laughs> like, it's going to back it up just to, to like, I think it's uh, it was like .2 seconds or whatever. You had to back it up so it would be right on that point. Like, I was, <laughs> oh, man, the physics, the yeah. fucking physics for it. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, shit. What was he talking about? For military, why <laughs> real quick? Hey, but so, once you're in, I mean, that, that's all it's about. about. That's all. You, that's all. It's yeah, about, you know man. it's a guys episode when all you're talking about is porn. Yeah. Oh shit. Hell yeah. Mm. Jack shacks. I mean, shit. That's a, that's what it comes out to. Dude. Jack shacks. Whack shacks, dog. For you, Nick. <laughs> that's that Harvey way right yeah. there. Jack shacks. You know the guy named Jack or what, bro? Yeah, that's my nickname. <laughs> Everybody, hey, hey, you know, you know the rest when they say call for a good time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Jack right there. Welcome to Jack Shack. Hell yeah, I had a drive through to that motherfucker, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, uh, have you been deployed? I've not, have you been deployed? Nah, no. No? That's a good career. You're at the Pentagon right now, right? Yeah. I got, I guess I got, I got a good right now. Yeah, you got good because I don't. Well, they don't deploy from there, right? It's all clear, not yeah, clear. deployable. So I'm, I'm right you, now. I'm in a civilian agency. Do you even practice your MOS there? What, oh, no. So you said 25. What? November. What is uh? What is that? So it's like a nodal network operator maintainer, but it's really just like we're like a basically a big AT and T for the army. We go and set up a dish. Yeah. Hit the satellite, and then we get like. Phone, internet services. It, it sounds like what used to be, um, I don't know if it, I think it was 31 Foxtrot. But so I was a uh, 31 Romeo radio repeater. Mm-hmm. And uh, we linked up and we shot back. We got our signal from a node, which had was supplied all the internet and telephones and all that. Sounds oh, like yeah. that's kind of where you were. Yeah, we were the node. Yeah, yeah, we were the node, yeah. Yeah, and we were, I was always, 
uh, end of line, like directly supporting the. Oh, the you're, you're the line of sight guys. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my my team was always the ones out, like, because there's like three different layers to it. Like, you got a guy, a line of sight uh, truck connected directly to the node. They're shooting out, mm-hmm. and then they have like a they call them a Victor Two, I think is what it was, and they're like in the center, and they support some people, but their main thing is to re re uh, distribute the signal like to the Victor Three. Yeah. And the Victor Three is where I was, and we were directly attached to whoever we were supporting. Like we, I supported a Second Armor Division out of Germany for a little while, and so we were there with them doing all their shit. And then uh, I supported a Special Forces unit out in Baghdad at the airport for about six months, and we were out with them doing their, with them with the, while they were doing this shit. Nice. So, yeah, we had a good time. We didn't have to stay on base the whole time. We, and yeah. we, we didn't have to do all the details that they were doing yeah. on base. Yeah. So I don't know if we had it, but. Um, and it's probably not the most PC term, but they had a Haji guard. Mm-hmm. Did y'all have to have to do any of that? It basically, um, <clears throat> they would let the uh, the locals, um, the Iraqis, and uh, I think there were some Egyptians and stuff like that. They e- e- Egyptians? Is that, what, is that how you say Egyptians? Egyptians. Yeah. yeah, they uh, they they contract them to come on post to do some of the the, the I guess you call it the shit work. Mm-hmm. They'd be uh, cleaning facilities or. The, the easiest one that you'd want to get onto if you did a detail there was was the they called it SST and we just abbreviated to shit truck. Basically, you ride around with them all day and uh, they go to every trailer and you're just standing there watching. They put the big mm-hmm. tube inside the shit thing and suck it out and then go on to the next one, go on to the next one. No, ours, um, ours were mainly, um, I think they were from India. Hmm? Yeah, so it wasn't... Yeah, because I, I, some of the buddies I made there, and I saw that on Facebook, they were all Indian. So the haircut people, the ones doing the, um, the shit service, mm. uh, a lot of them, a lot of them were Indian, and I can't remember what other it was, but not really local there. Now, outside of Post, yeah, we or outside of um, that camp, because we were at Camp Leatherneck for most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, the Haji shops. Okay. Yeah, so. So, I'm an Iraqi war veteran. I was in the second wave. I didn't, the first wave went out in 2000, I think, three, and I was in Korea when they went out. And then as soon as I redeployed back, I was in Korea, and then I redeployed back to Fort Hood. And it's, and during the end process, and they said, you're coming here, you're going to Iraq. <laughs> You'll be in Iraq within a month or two. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, I guess we're going. And then, uh, <clears throat> so I was in the second wave that went out there. We didn't have any armored trucks or anything. But anyway, I'm an, I'm an Iraqi vet. You're in Afghanistan, right? You never went to Iraq. No. Okay. Nope, not Iraq. And then Washington, and then you went to, didn't you go to like Arizona or somewhere? I mean, no, I started off in Kentucky, Fort, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And then from there, our, they call it an operational deployment. Okay. We, we went, we got sent for to the border to secure the border under President Trump. And I went back to Cam and from Cam I ended up at the Pentagon. Okay. Yeah, I didn't spend much time in states in mine in my deploy in my time in service. Uh, I signed up, went to Fort Gordon. Well, went to uh, Fort Jackson. I think one of the Carolinas. I can't yeah, remember. I think Carolina. it's North Carolina. Went to Fort Jackson, and then came home for a week, not even a week, a weekend I think. And then I went to Fort Gordon. Ah, oh, we didn't even come home. We went straight from Fort Jackson. To Fort Gordon, and in Fort Gordon is where I took uh, a weekend to come back to to Texas, and then when I went back. But anyway, I did that, and as soon as I graduated from there, they sent me to Korea for a year, and then uh, I came back 
and I went back to Fort Gordon to retrain because there's two parts to my well, there used to be two parts in my ways. There was a uh, analog and a digital, and I learned digital because they were sending me to Korea. And because I was going to Fort Go- uh, Fort Hood, I needed to learn analog. So I went back. If you've never been permanent party TDY to a training base, you got to try it one time. Because like everybody there is training, and everybody's there is under drill sergeants except for you. Mm. And so you're just permanent party. You just go about your day and usually they don't fuck with you you show up to morning formation they uh they, they get accountability and once they do that you don't even have to do the pt they just release you yeah they got it good yeah because when i was there for training them dudes really go for pt i mean they have to do pt but it was like stupid shit like oh let me just stretch i touch the floor okay i'm done yeah well that's they just said you know you're released go ahead and go get because you know you had night classes and, and day classes and so they mm-hmm. didn't know which ones you're in you're basically like your own little unit, and so they sent you back, and you just chilled until you had the class, and then after class, you're off, and you know we, you had fun because nobody there had cars. Everybody there was uh, training, uh, yeah, straight drive. up basic. Yeah, they couldn't drive nothing, so it was fun. <clears throat> but didn't you go? Yeah, you went to uh, what'd you say, Arizona? Yeah, I went from Kentucky, and we went to Yuma, Arizona for the border security. Mission. How long were you over there? Almost seven months, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Just under seven months, yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, man. It was lax, man. So, like, we were over there, and we were getting your normal your normal pay, and then we'd get uh, separation pay. You know, if you got a family, you get separation pay. And then we were getting, like, I want to say it was, like, 90-something bucks a day for TDY. Okay. So, just for being out there. Yeah. You're making extra ninety bucks plus that's extra like two fifty for set pay. So like you're making a bunch of money. You're still stateside, like you can still drive a truck. They gave us like these big old dually trucks. You're out oh, there yeah? like two fifties, uh, Ram twenty five hundred, like everything. Like and you're out there in the desert, and uh, you would work for like three four hours, from three four days on, and then you have like three four days off. So it wasn't like a normal deployment where like you work every day, every day twelve yeah. hours. I go out there do like a twelve hour shift, eight hour shift, for like three days straight, and then you get like four days off. And then like when I was down there I went to San Diego, I was going you can put passes in, you can do whatever you want. So like cool, like I don't work these next four days, I'm going to the beach. But you're still getting your your, your per diem, your set yeah. pay, all that stuff, and yeah. you're like on vacation. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Had you like uh how how long did you stay in uh, Afghanistan? How many you do one or two tours? You did two, two tours, tours, right? Tours, yeah. Oh yeah. How'd you like it? Oh man, I preferred it over uh, being in garrison. Yeah. Yeah, it's way way more relaxed. It, it was almost <laughs> it was almost like a glimpse of the army, I guess you can say. I mean, <laughs> shit. Hey, I'll say it, man. I'd, I'd, I'd get jealous the way y'all motherfuckers carried yourselves there. It was it was this so guy. fucking relaxed. I was like, man, this is some bullshit. Here I am getting screamed at by a guy that ain't even got facial hair, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <This> guy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I just did the two deployments, and that was it. Any, any interesting stories? Oh. <sighs> <sighs> Interesting stories. No, not really. No, mm. not good war stories. No. Uh, so I only did one tour in Iraq, and that—that's all it took. We got a—we uh, got at the very end. 
Uh, so back in 2003, end of 2003, no, when did I go? I went in 2004. Back in 2004, towards the end of it, uh, so I, I deployed there in January. We were going to come back in January. But October time, I think, is when it was, October, maybe November time, um, they, were, they were having a real hard time in Fallujah. I was in Baghdad. Um, my main unit was in Baghdad. I spent a lot of time at uh, in Biop, the, the airport, supporting people. And uh, I spent a lot of time in uh, in at the airport supporting. So I I seen all the planes. I seen uh, planes getting bombed with the uh, mortar rounds and everything. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, not there was nobody in them. Um, but anyway, uh, they were having a hard time in Fallujah. They uh, they were starting to uh, get a team together to go help support in in Fallujah. And, and since my team was one of the remote teams, we had just left the special forces unit out on the airport. And so we were already ready to go, and, and we had already proven ourselves as a good remote team. So they were going to send us, along with like uh, probably about five or six other teams, we were all lined up. We were staged at the border pool. Basically, our trucks were lined up in a parking lot. So for people who don't know military terms. Yeah. Um, and we were there for about a week. Nothing. We were waiting on the orders to go. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And then this was also close to our redeployment time. So uh, we were about to get, uh, I think it's stop loss where you can't leave country because uh, they were going to extend our time there if we went to Fallujah. And um, at the at the at the end of the first week or second week, I can't remember what it was. They uh, they said, hey, you know what? Uh, they're getting it under control. We don't uh, we don't need y'all to go anymore. Y'all can go uh, put your trucks back up in the, in the in the other parking lot where all the other vehicles were getting ready. And so as we were pulling out, I say. My truck and I was one of the last two trucks, and uh, as we were pulling out, um, we, we carried a generator to power our truck. And these generators, they had a leg that, that folds down in the bottom to keep it uh, stable, so it doesn't flip over. And that that leg fell down, and the, and the truck behind us was honking at us. And so we got out to to see what he wanted. He was pointing, and we seen it. And it happens all the time. So we had little stuff to like rig it up. So we were trying to rig it. And as soon as we did and we got up, seen these little streaks of black, of black smoke coming. And all you hear is a big-ass fucking explosion. You don't remember nothing else until you're waking up. <clears throat> anyway, a buddy of mine got real hurt. We helped him out. That was, that was my... When that happened, it fucked up my back. So when I got back, uh, I was pretty much on uh, physical therapy until I got out. I couldn't do any kind of PT, so I couldn't re-enlist or nothing like that. So we got out. If I did, I'd be retiring next year. Full benefits. So mm. that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fun story was uh, we were running cable. Oh, I got to see Saddam Hussein while I was down there. Yeah. Nice. The uh, the courthouse they tried him in. <laughs> we were uh, we had to go put columns in that courthouse, and so we were outside of it, and uh, and uh, when they came they came in these big armored vehicles, and we got to see them get out and get uh, escorted into the courthouse. That was. One thing I can say, yeah, that's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, new army versus or new military versus old military. So you got phones, huh? Did you get civilian clothes too? No, no, we didn't get that. So, from my from my understanding, <laughs> y'all motherfucker got civvies, dog. <laughs> from my understanding, the quote unquote old army. You know what I mean? Like y'all. Apparently, I get there to reception, you know, and you in process to, uh, to to basic training, you know what I mean? And, like, you're in full uniform, you know, you don't get no rank, nothing like that, you know? So, like, y'all yeah. are all privates, right? Yeah. 
for me when I went in there since I had a degree already. We, we were we were privates up until we uh, got through the end processing. So like, um, if I remember right, there were some specialists in PV twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or PV3s. Like, yeah, it goes all the way to three. All the way yeah. yeah, ones, two, and three. Yeah, there were some of them. They went to college, or I think if I think if they do the... Uh, JROTC. The, the la- JROTC, and yeah. if you do the lay recruiting and you get other people to come with you, you earn rank, too, yeah, yeah, before yeah. you come in. So they had rank, but other than yeah. that, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, so like with us, like, as soon as I got there, you know, you're in process, you get your uniforms. Like, I had my rank from the get. Like, mm-hmm. I was never, like, a private, you know, quote, yeah. unquote, private ever. Like, there. It's always like special this and this and that. It was like pretty chill, you know. And like the perception is, if you're a specialist, people assume you know. Because I went to Fort Benning, and that's where like all the cadets and stuff going into like going straight into the officer program we're at. Mm-hmm. So they just assumed you're gonna be an officer, like mm-hmm. oh you're specialist, you're here, like gonna do basic training, go straight to your OCS. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it was lax, man. I can't even like say it was like. Really? Like, you see on YouTube, like, oh, bro, it was torture. Like, they were yelling at us. Like, we got yelled at. Did we get fucked with a lot? Then you yeah. pull out your card? No, nah, no, nah, we didn't have those. No, nah, nah, that's a myth. You didn't need them, No, nah, that's a myth. Like, I mean, yeah, it was, it, 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 it I don't know, I heard They got rid of the card, and they just started <laughs> doing the finger and the lips. Yeah. So no, no. We ain't got time for that right now. We didn't have any of that. It was just like, I'm like, you get there, and they like, the first week, they like meeting after you have briefings all the time, oh, yeah, yeah. and I was all like, "These are like your rights, I guess you can say, yeah, while yeah. you're here." And they bring the chaplain in, they bring CID in, they bring the sharp people, the EO people. <laughs> like, yo, if somebody does something inappropriate, like report them to like this guy, this guy. They basically teach you how to be a snitch from the like, yeah. first week. Like, <laughs> yeah, like this is who you go snitch <laughs> to if this happens. Like, that's like your whole first week there. Damn, and like. They're like the drill sergeants are like their best behavior while you're in those briefings, and then after that, you just get treated like shit again. They're like, bitch, report me, like, swear, report <laughs> me, and like, that's it. But then, like, you had like your shit bags in your, in your company, you know, and like, those are the people they got fucked with. If you weren't like at least one of those like bottom five, like, you, you didn't really go through like quote unquote hell, like most people say they did. Like, see, our shit bags, they got away with everything. Like, we got punished because of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got that too, <clears throat> but like, they would get fucked with like on a daily basis. Oh, yeah? Like, just to like kind of like, you know, the, like the whole like intent was like, you know, like you're a shit bag. We're gonna like try and get you out. We're gonna. Uh, <clears throat> Fuck the shit back out of you, you know, and yeah. and it never happened. You no. know, you always had those people who just like like you see them, like, bro. How the fuck did you get in here? Like, how did you make it this yeah. far? We had a guy in there. I swear to God, like he was like schizophrenic or like there's dude that had like Down syndrome or something. Like I don't know, he was weird. Like he couldn't do a push up. He couldn't spell his fucking name. Like I'm like, dude, like how how did you get in this far? <laughs> you know, you had like dumb people at that. Those are the people that got fucked with the most. Yeah. Like cool, like. As long as you weren't those guys, like it wasn't that bad. Yeah, my uh, my cousin, he he had already been in for a while before, when I was going in, and he uh, he told me he goes, the best thing you can do is be invisible. He said, don't volunteer for anything, don't uh, <clears throat> don't try and take charge of anything, no yep. matter how much they tell you to, you just be invisible, do what they ask you to do, and that's it. <clears throat> so that's what I, I, that's how I made it through without any problems, but. I mean, I had some, I had a, while I was there, I was like, fuck, this shit sucks. And then, like, after leaving that, and it's like, man, I wish I could go back to basic training and do some of the shit we did back then. 
Yeah, but that, I feel like that all comes down to like your upbringing, you know, because like yeah. people never got yelled at their entire life. Like, yeah. They never got treated like shit, nothing. Like, I guess, yeah, it was bad for them, but like. Yeah, I seen a bunch of people crying. Getting yelled at, like, my mom <laughs> would yell at me all the time. So, like, yeah. and getting yelled at was nothing new, you yeah. know? Like, it's like, dude, you're not beating my ass. Like, my mom would beat my ass. <laughs> like, cool, you can yell at me all day, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. The funniest thing was uh, we got out of the, uh, like you said, the first week there, you're in like this. They took us to like this area and we stood in these temporary barracks for in processing. They mm-hmm. did, they shaved your hair, gave you uniforms. They did some of those briefs. I don't remember doing a bunch of them. They gave you all your shots and shit. <clears throat> and then after you're done with that, they give you, they assign you to your uh, basic training unit. And basically they threw us on a bus. And uh, as we were leaving, the drill sergeants, they're all nice and shit. And they get on the bus and they're like, Y'all ready to go privates? I'm like, yeah, they're all nice. They go, wave at everybody. They're so nice here. Y'all give them a wave. And everybody's waving. They say, keep on waving. And as soon as you pull through, put your motherfucking hands yeah. down. What the fuck you think you're doing? They start yelling at us. And that's where all the craziness started. The shark attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got rid of that now. I, I hear yeah. Man, the, the first day we did that and they got to our unit, it was cold as fuck. I don't even remember what, what it was February. It was cold as fuck. And uh, we were out. We had, they were trying to, it was between the times they were assigning bays or, uh, the rest of the unit were in the barracks. My unit was out in trailers because they were remodeling the barracks for that unit. Billings was the yeah. call, something like that. Uh, and we, we had to sit outside, you know, cross-legged with the next person pretty much in your lap. And they gave us the Jimmy Dean meals. And all those Jimmy Dean meals were frozen as fuck. You were sitting there eating frozen Jimmy <laughs> Dean meals. That shit fucking sucked. <clears throat> Let's hear about your military, your Marine boot camp. Oh, we, we didn't have shock attacks. Uh, when I first got there, uh, got on the yellow footprints. Um, we had all of our <clears throat> medical information, walked through, um, was instructed on the phone call to make, which was on the wall, and that was the last time you are going to have any, uh, any outside contact mm-hmm. besides letters because yeah. we've always done letters and um it was nice i mean you know we went to sleep at eight woke up at four got three meals a day um yeah man they didn't fuck with y'all in the boot camp no really man, shut the fuck up man <laughs> <laughs> come on <clears throat> Oh my god! <laughs> I screamed so fucking loud for so fucking long <laughs> that this one night in my fucking rack. Why were you screaming? Because you, you 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 don't talk there. <laughs> oh, the oh okay. I don't it know. The I thought you were like in pain or something. No, <clears throat> no. But his weakness leaving the body. That's right. Um, you don't have a voice. You can't. You can't whisper no, you if can't. you wanted to because you don't have a voice. Yeah. It's gone. Sound the up. only way you can talk to anybody, even if you wanted to, like if you wanted to in private, you can't have a conversation with them. You have to be louder because you don't have a voice. Your fucking throat's all fucked. So this one night, drill instructor, <clears throat> we're laying in our racks, which, you know, when you lay in your rack, it's position of attention. And up until they call lights. So they called lights. We're still laying there. I think he got to wait. I forget. A few minutes after or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> your footsteps, I'm like, it, 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 it better be night watch. <laughs> and all I hear is, uh, <clears throat> hey, bitch. And the frog voice, I'm like, <laughs> sir. He's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> and uh, 
He's like, uh, he says, uh, you need to, you, you need to put your gold fasters on. And, um, and I'm over here trying not to scream, but I can't whisper because I have no voice. So I'm, I'm like loudly talking. Yeah, sir. He's like, yeah. Cause you know what's happening at four o'clock in the fucking morning. He's like, hi, sir. So I wake up. Lights are called at four. So what are go fasters? They're the shoes you wear that make you go faster. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think it was it was still four o'clock. It was still four o'clock when they called lights. He was like, "You bitches know who you are." And by it, it wasn't even four o one yet. We were out pounding sand. It was it was I think uh, the rowdy bunch. There was a couple of us that kicked it off really good. So we would do stupid shit to get in trouble. And they would just fucking haze the shit out of you <laughs> on the quarter deck, which is the front portion of the room. Yeah. So they put you basically on a pedestal so everybody else can watch you get fucking obliterated. <laughs> and once they're done with you, it's whoever's next. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, about at four in the morning that day, we were outside. So we were outside pounding sand. That 404, I think it was, there was a platoon already marching the fucking chow. And they all seen us, you know, kind of laughing and shit. We weren't laughing, but we were smiling because we knew that the ones he called out were the ones that always fuck off on on purpose. And uh, we kicked it off. It was two boys from uh, Florida, from the same part of town that I was from. So, and they were brothers. So it was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. And uh, I mean, we do stupid shit, but if we y'all's shark attack is the way boot camp is for us. Non-stop. This guy. And, hey, I mean, it, hey, it really my is. My camp was like that, too. It really is. You, you call, I forgot what you called. The quarter what? The quarter deck. See, uh, we had it. We called it the pit. The pit. Yeah, like at the very front of our, because uh, like I said, we stayed in trailers. Mm-hmm. They had this piece taped off. Oh, the kill zone. Oh, the kill zone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Our trailer, they called it the pit. And you could only get in it during formation time. And you had to fit the whole fucking trailer into that little pit. It wasn't that big of a fucking uh, square. And that place had to stay immaculate. Like, mm-hmm. fire guard in the middle of the night would be sitting there buffing mm-hmm. that motherfucker, trying to keep it, get it clean. Because if the drill started to see any scuffs in it or any kind of, like, uh, swirly things in it, you're going to be down there cleaning it all day fucking day. But, yeah, they, we got up at, I want to say it was 4 o'clock, and uh, we had to go line up, go go get in formation and wait. And then we waited till about 5, 5.30 maybe, uh, when we'd go do PT. And we do PT until about it lasts about an hour, hour and a half, and then we come back, for, uh, take a shower, and we have to go get in formation, and then we have to go, go eat breakfast and all or whatever. Yeah, but same shit. They woke us up. Our drill sergeants they sneak in the because of course you know it's dumbasses. You come, same thing. Lights out. I think I, I want to say it's probably eight o'clock too, and uh, at that time you're supposed to go to bed, and then a uh, fire guard is the only people who are allowed to be out of their bunks. Mm-hmm. And they and they have to like walk around and check on everybody and just sit there. And and shit. They, yeah, and they have to they have to stay awake. And the drill. Did y'all start, call them uh, moonbeams too? What the, uh, the flashlights? No, no. Flash shaped flashlights. Just a flashlight. That's stupid, dog. No. <laughs> they were moonbeams. But the flashlights. The drill sergeants would always sneak in through the back door, and they'd be low crawling under bunks and stuff. They'd be looking to see who they can catch awake. As soon as they catch somebody away, they start flipping bunks, yeah, and, apart, and then just a uh, fire guard will get ate the hell up by the drill sergeant every time, fucking time. And then while we're doing PT, of course, 
every time a dr- one or two drill sergeants stay behind and they do inspections of the uh, of the of the trailers. Any unlocked lockers, they pulled everything out and threw it across the fucking mm-hmm. uh, bay. Any beds not made up, they'd mess up that bed and the bed next to it. And then, you know, we had to hang our uh, laundry bags off the side. Mm-hmm. And they had to be hung a certain way with the X on it and circles. Yeah, that we, we still did that shit. Yeah. If any of that was all, they'd get in, they'd empty that shit out. It's fucking crazy. And then uh, where our trailers were, it was on the side. There was a big hill. We didn't know what the fuck was on the other side of the hill for long. We thought, hey, it's just a big hill. Uh, we went to breakfast, uh, lunch one day, <clears throat> and uh, I want to say it was like maybe the first week. And um, we we're going through the chow line, and uh, one of the guys asked Jill, well, one of the guys asked for a cake uh, from the from the, the the lady serving the cake, the food, and uh, everybody's like, "Don't get that, don't get that." And they just like, "It's okay, we feed y'all good. We work, we work y'all hard. You get it. Get anything you want. You want some soda? They got soda over there. Hey." We're gonna work y'all, so y'all need to eat. Get your get a uh, get all the stuff you can get in there, so y'all can have enough energy. So everybody started piling that shit on their plate after that, and then Joe Sarge was nice walking around because they always check. With us, it was uh, once the last person sits down, you only have a, like uh, I want to say two or three minutes to eat, mm-hmm. and like they will say, I think we were the Wolverines because the the last person sitting down would be last Wolverine seated, and so then you know you have to hurry up and start eating that shit if you were like second to the last or whatever. And you had to be you'd be done and get back into formation before they were done. Anyway, so they were walking around telling us, "Hey, that's good stuff. It's good. Y'all should try this." And they were just getting us to eat all this food, and then uh, they marched us back to the to the trailers. And they didn't call like a uh, what is it? Uh, mark time march or whatever. I can't. It's been so long. Yeah, mark time. Yeah, uh, they just kept on forward march. So we kept on marching, and the guy in front was like, because we got to that hill, he was like. So he stopped, and they're like, what are you stopping for? Nobody said uh, halt or, okay, man, it's been so long. Yeah, mark time uh, and halt. Yeah, and so he kept on marching, walked up that hill, got to the top of the hill, fucking football long field of sand pit. And so they took us to the pit, to that sand pit, and we sat there, and we had to low crawl. We had to do all kinds of fucking uh, corrective PT until uh, half the people in the platoon threw all that shit up. And they're like, yeah, I don't get that shit. Yeah, I ain't earned, yeah, I ain't earned that yet. <laughs> and so... Yeah, we had a good time, man. Did you have females in your basic? We had females, but they were in separate trailers. You trained with them. We trained with them, yeah. Did you have females? Oh man, the funny. The, did you? We had females, but we didn't train with them. It, yeah, we trained with them. Yeah, I didn't have. I didn't, when I went to basics, I went you to went Benning, right? Yeah, Benning was all males, yeah, man. I didn't see a female for fucking the two months I was hmm. there. Nothing. It's worth seeing them and not being able to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at least you might forget what a woman looks like while you're out there. But yeah. when you see them and you're out there doing stretches with no, them, I mean, and everything, you're like, like you know, like the the whole military now is basically like all like uh, sexual assault, all those things. You know, so like there's certain things you can and can't say. We yeah. were all dudes. We were out when I was yeah. there. So like it didn't matter. Like back then, they call you a bitch. Don't be a fucking pussy. Oh, it didn't matter back shit. then either. None of that. It was one time they did they did a, an open ranks. Yeah, I have an open ranks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, it's where they they you spread out while you're in formation while and they, they usually usually well this one is. Um, you just standing still in formation. They call open ranks, drilling? and you kind of spread out, right? You kind of like spread yeah, your hands yeah. out. Everybody gets that, and open then they right, go yeah. forward. So we're enough for basically they do that when they do inspections, right? Yeah, yeah, and right. so uh, they give enough room for the drill sergeants to walk through the ranks. And he got to this one chick, and man, as loud as fucking he could, he's like, "Private, 
Who authorized you to grow that mustache? <laughs> God, everybody started laughing and she started crying. And then because everybody was laughing, we all had to get down and do push-ups for like 30, 45 yeah. minutes. We just sitting there doing crazy PT. Man, our drill sergeant didn't give a fuck. One of our drill sergeants was in uh, was in the unit the, for the Black Hawk Down. And that motherfucker mm. was crazy as fuck. You couldn't tell him that. He, he, I think he, he almost uh, fucking beat up one of the, the privates or the, the other drill sergeants had to pull him back. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. But my time wasn't as lax as it is now. From probably, like, apart from probably what you see, you know, it's pretty lax. <laughs> now. I'm not lie to you. It is. Even from when I went in, it's even more lax now. From what I hear, yeah, we had a few drills on buddies, and what yeah. they do just give y'all the cami and the rifle. Yeah. So, all right, yeah, you're in. You're in. Good job. No, it's not that, but like. The reason why, like, the Army's always shit on, like, oh, you're so soft, because, like, the Army's the biggest branch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, like, the more, like, quote-unquote political branch. Like, you know, that's the one that the world sees. Like, when I think of yeah. military, they don't think of, like, Marine Corps. They think of Army. Like, oh, are you in the Army? Like, oh, no, I'm in the yeah. Navy. So oh, that's no. why they call everybody soldiers. Like, even, I'm sure, yeah. when some people who don't know, hey, I don't like to be called soldiers. Y'all are, right. what, Marines? Marines. Mm-hmm. So sometimes somebody will call Marine. We tell them, I'm in the Marines. They'll be like, oh, good thing, soldier. You know, like, who no the soldier. fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> you, don't deserve, you don't deserve that title. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that, that's the way the world, that's the way, like, you know, the country sees it all. Like, oh, cool. yeah. you're in the Army. Like, you serve in the Army. Right. Well, why, why'd you join? Why'd you join the military? 9-11. 9-11? Yeah. Why'd you join? I, mean, I wanted a clearance, bro. Really, that's it. You wanted a clearance. <laughs> I wanted a clearance, dude. <laughs> you to see what it was about. See what it was about. <laughs> yeah. No, because I mean, it, it sounds funny, which it is. It is. It's funny. Like this motherfucker retarded. Yeah. But, uh, but in reality, I, I have no one, no one to reference, no one to ask. No, I have a relative, a cousin. Yeah. A uncle, I have nobody yeah. that could say, "Hey, how was it? How yeah. is it?" I, like I said, besides my cousin, which I mean, we weren't close cousins. I just what when I signed up, I went to go talk to him. Like I didn't. It's not like he was sitting there telling me all this stuff about the army. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm the first one in my family. Me and my cousin Gizmo's brother and, and uh, Cruz's brother, he was gonna join with me, except they all got. Uh, they, they can correct me if I'm wrong. If they even listen, they all got their GEDs, but they didn't all get them at the same time. They didn't all get them mm-hmm. when they were supposed to. So he, I was waiting on him to get his GED, but. He was taking forever, so I said, fuck it, I'm just going to sign up and go. Um, yeah, I didn't have anybody. My grandpa was in the in the Army back in, he was, he's a World War II veteran, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah, I got a picture of him in his suit. It's pretty cool. And um, that's the only person I know that, besides my cousin that was in before me. <clears throat> but, yeah, it was part of it, too. Like, what's it going to be like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I was broke, poor, and I was working a shitty job that wasn't making much money. Mm-hmm. And so 9-11 happened, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to go talk to a recruiter, see? I went to the Marines first. I went to the Marine Corps uh, recruiting office. Was, you know, they're always right next to each other. And I went, and nobody. I walked in the door, and nobody said anything to me. So I sat down, and I sat there for like 30, 45 minutes waiting for him. Because there was a guy right there. I sat there for about 30, 45 minutes. The motherfucker didn't even say hi or nothing. I was like, all right, I guess... I'm gonna go. <laughs> Their numbers were low. That <laughs> yeah. 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 I said, I, I guess I'm gonna go. So I walked out that door and walked right into the next door. Army, 
Everybody go, hey, how's it going? Everybody came yeah. started talking, and I started asking questions. Yeah, let's just take this test real Here's quick. Here's a brochure about our boot camp. <laughs> yeah. He gave me the, he, uh, th- I took the ASVAB test, and he said, oh, you can do all this, this, and this in there. And, and they lied to me. They said I was going for computers because I wanted to do computer shit. They said, yeah, yeah, this is a computer. This is a computer MOS. I said, all right. And it ended up being signal. Recruiters didn't yeah, lie to you. They don't well, get yeah, recruiters didn't lie to you. Yeah, same shit, man. I, I actually uh, tried to enlist in the Marine Corps out of high school. Mm-hmm. I did that shit, and I did it right before. I, th- I think I was enlisting like around February time frame. You know, I was graduating in, in May, obviously, my senior year. And uh, I was, I'm blind as fuck, you know? And I was waiting on, on a freaking vision waiver. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and then, like, they're like, yeah, dude, like, you're, you're going to be open contract. Like, you're going open contract. Like, because I think, like, they were telling me that I don't think of it, it was, like, an admin job or some shit. It was something like an admin, some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, or you're doing an open contract, and it's, like, rolling the dice, you can get, like, a badass fucking job. You know, like, <laughs> needs of the army. you can get this badass <laughs> nah, shit. You know you're what going I mean? to the needs of the army. My dumbass, bro, I was like, I mean, yeah, fuck it, dog. Like, I rolled the dice, bro. Open contract my ass, bro. And then, Sometimes like, they put your ass as a I ended up going to Mexico with my mom after graduation and shit, you know, because, like, my, my vision waiver hadn't been approved yet. Yeah. And then while I was over, I checked my I checked my Facebook, and it was my recruit, like, oh, good news, Nunez, your, your waiver got approved, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. At that point, when I started asking questions, like, <laughs> oh, late, oh, late shit. yeah, bro. And uh, they're like, yeah, when you come back, we'll, we'll go get you officially sworn in, and you'll be good to go, and you'll, you'll be in basic. It'll be a, a boot camp. That was called boot camp. You'll be in boot camp in like August. And then I got back. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this shit no more. Like they're fucking me. Like they're legit fucking me. Like, I, I, bro, I don't know. They're like, yeah, you're rolling the dice. You get any job in the Marine Corps, like yeah. anything, like. It could be like the worst job, or it could be like the very best job. But like, I mean, what are the odds I get a shitty job? You know? And yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Welcome oh, to yeah. the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it's been and, infantry all the way. As soon as they told me, like, yeah, you're approved, you're good. So at, this, at the same time, I was already expecting me to like to not get approved, you know, because I was blind as shit. So I, I applied to like you know three different colleges. I got accepted into three different schools and everything. And I was like, you know, like, because in Mexico, I was just partying it up, you know, like my cousin Raymond, you know. Our cousin, right? Like, I just claim for me, you know, it's our cousin. <laughs> he was out there with his wife, and we were out there just living it up, having a good time, and whatnot. I was like, yo, like, you're telling him I'll pass this shit up to go? Like, fuck no. So I went back. I'm like, yeah, dude, fuck that. Like, I'm not swearing it. Like, bro, <laughs> pissed off? them motherfuckers were so cool up until that point, bro. Like, after that shit, this motherfucker kicked me out of the office. Like, Damn. I never want to see your bitch ass in here again. Like, <laughs> fuck you. I was like, Damn, bro, I thought we were cool, man. Like, before we were playing video games in the office. We were watching, like, the Super Bowl and shit. The, I, the, the whole mall was closed. Remember, they're watching shit. Like, we would eat, drink, everything in the office. The mall was closed. It was like a, it was like a little, like, hangout spot. Yeah. As soon as I said, like, I'm not doing it, like, fuck you. You're dead me. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he thought my, he was going to meet his quota. Because my, my mom went with me. Yeah, my mom went with me, and he's like, you're obviously, like, a little fucking coward. You would have never mm. made it. Like, you can't let your fucking mom with no tongue between. I was like, bitch, like, <laughs> damn, bro, fuck you then. So I, I went to college, got my shit. And then after, I was like, yo, like, I was, like, trying to do internships and get jobs after college. And, like, dude, nothing was paying well at the time, you know? Like, it was like, yeah, dude, we'll start you off for, like, $32,000. I was like, dude, I didn't just go to college to, like, make 32,000 fucking dollars. Like, get yeah. the fuck out of here, man. Like, I can go work at the plant for that shit, you know? 
So you signed up to the military and got paid thirty one thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was trying to be smart though, you know, because I was like, I'm going to the Air Force. I'm going to the Air Force. The Air Force was trying to fuck me too. They're like, yeah, you'll be like a petroleum some shit, you know, like some petroleum bullshit, a fueler, bro. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it was gonna be a fuck. I was fueling up jets. I'm like, yeah, bro, you're telling me I got a bachelor's degree. You want me to? Like, I was trying to go like officer at the beginning. Yeah. And they're like, God, nah, bro. Like, uh, we're not taking officers right now. Like, the best we can do is get you like. Cush ass job to be a petroleum, some bullshit. <laughs> they make look, it sound real good, right? <laughs> yeah, I look it up. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be fueling up jets. Like, I'm gonna be a fueler. Like, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, because my, I think uh, my MOS was uh, multi channel transmission systems operator maintainer. I was like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> my boy gonna be a smart <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a damn doing patch panels and setting up internet. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> Then I tried to use that shit when I got out. I couldn't get no fucking job anywhere. Cable Damn. company. Went to a cable company. Working for working with people who didn't have to go through any of that shit that I went through. That's some shit, right? That's yeah, what they yeah. tell you. Like, oh, this is a great job. When you get out, you can do so much shit. Yeah. You get out, it's like, yeah, you're kind of a dumbass. And you like, got yeah. leadership experience and all that. Like, nah, none of that shit helped me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just years of headache and traumatization. <laughs> yeah. And then you enjoyed it at all while you were in? You didn't have, time. You didn't have fun time? Nothing. I had a good time. I had a good time. I made the best out of some of the baddest. Because when I went to Korea, it was the first time I left my, my daughter, my two-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. She was two years old when I went. And then when I came back, you know, we were, I was already getting divorced. and uh, So I didn't get to see them a little, that much after that. But I had a good time in Korea. I, like the first two months, I was miserable staying in the barracks. And my roommate, he was doing a, he was a detached from our unit and attached to, uh, he was a lifeguard for the, for the post. So every day he'd go instead of going to, like I never I didn't meet him for the first two months, and then finally that uh, that assignment ended. He got back with the unit and he started hanging around the barracks. And uh, after he started hanging around, we started going. He started showing me all the bars and showing me around Korea. I was like fuck yeah, we had a good time. And then Iraq, we found we found an Xbox, bought an Xbox from one of the uh, the bazaars, <laughs> a modded one, and started buying the games. Bazaars. Yeah. And then uh, one of the guys in my on my team, his parents was in or his family was in like Crown Royal and all kinds of shit to drink. And we made the best. Yo, of honestly, it. when you went to the Marine Corps, you deployed, man, I realized how easy it is just to smuggle anything into a care package. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, dude. well it's got that APO address on it. Well, I guess y'all don't have APO because it's an APO Army Post Office. What do y'all? I have? remember uh, Ken would be sending you thakis, fucking <laughs> all kinds of shit. My boys were and getting fucking... Yeah, people were getting blow everything and oh, protein shit. powder. <laughs> yeah, bro. That shit was like... I'm like, what? how the fuck are y'all staying awake for these 32 fucking hours straight? <laughs> I'm like, your boy over here fucking falling asleep standing up. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck, dude? He showed me that shit. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm going with y'all on the next run. <laughs> I can't do this shit. Yeah, no. Yeah. As long as it's not... Who said it best? I think it was, um, it was just the, oh, God, what's that movie? The one where old boy was the first black gangster. Oh, you're talking about, uh, damn, you talking about Denzel Washington. Denzel right? Washington, he said, as long as it's got that um, military uh, uh, emblem on it, like, ain't nobody, nobody checking, checking that it. shit. Nope. And, and it's the truth. Yeah. Like, you know how many people sent shit back? From over there, not not just what was going oh, yeah. out there for us. Oh, people got rich over there, man. Especially the the guys that got there right before us. Like if we, if I would have gone on the first wave, man, I'd have been rich. They, they were storming the palaces, and then they were like chipping off because you know he had gold toilets, 
Gold, he had gold all over his fucking palace. They were just breaking that shit off, putting it in packages, and sending that shit home, man. Yep. Yep. A lot of people yep. got rich over there doing that shit. But, you know, that's stuff. That's stuff. I didn't think about any of that. I didn't think about it because, you know, uh, after like half the time I'd been there, like I said, I was always off base by myself. Well, me and three other guys, uh, and then supporting the unit. But, like, nobody ever told us, like, hey, uh, go, buy, go buy some dinar. Uh, the Iraqi currency, mm-hmm. and then buy, specifically try and get some with Saddam's face still on them because those are going to be collectibles in the future. And so, like, by the time I figured that shit out, I only got the chance to get like two or three bills of them. And so, I gave one to my dad, I got two, I think, upstairs, and I may have one other one. And then you could buy Rolexes for like 50 yeah. bucks, like authentic Rolexes. Yeah, I bought one. I gave I, my dad, I gave it to my dad. He went and got he took it to the jewelry store, they verified that motherfucker too. Holy shit, yeah, so. nice. Yeah, I didn't know you about only bought one. I only bought one. I, 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 was, I was broke yeah, as fuck, man. <laughs> I was broke as fuck. Never there, I just could buy. One. I was living in. The, so I don't know uh, with you, but with us, with when we if we wanted money, we basically had to get a loan from our check. We had yeah. to go to a to account the division accounting building every month and ask for money. And the most we could get was like 150, 250 bucks. And so that's all the cash we had for the month. And mm-hmm. so, like, that shit, buy, buying, uh, like I said, we bought Xbox, we bought movies, and we bought games, and then just trying to buy shit. Like, if I go buy a bunch of Rolex, that's all my money for the for the fucking month. I didn't yeah. have anything. And then I still had to pay uh, child support here, and they were taking that shit out of my check, because I didn't really have that much money. I was broke. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I had a good, I had a good time. I made, I made a good time out of a bad time, because back then, we were going to... We were getting attacked all the fucking time back then. It was crazy. I see. That's why I'm still in, man. Cause I'm still having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've had a you've had a pretty cush uh, like career, I'm, man. I'm still enjoying. It. See, I think it is because like I got promoted to NCO fucking a year into Garrison. Yeah. I mean, it don't hurt, it don't hurt that you're like in. It was cush. And um, the only thing it, is, it, it does get stressful. That's like the only thing. It's stressful as hell. When they when they give you responsibility, it gets stressful. Even, even if you're in garrison, you're just responsible. For oh, like, wait, wait till you have that responsibility out in the field. Yeah, like you're when responsible for stuff that you didn't even know you were responsible for. Thousands then, of dollars worth of equipment. It's like, and then, and then, like and then, hundreds of thousands. And then sen- sensitive items that yeah. you lose it. You lose it. They shut down the whole fucking post <laughs> until you yeah. find it. Yeah. Yeah. It's calling for hours. Yeah, the a whole fucking two days. Uh, we had a we were changing out a fiber optic modem inside one of the the trucks. At uh in Korea, and uh, and the guy that changed it out, he didn't know that uh that it's a sensitive item. He just he, yeah. just, he, just, he threw that shit in the trash, and um, when he threw it in the trash, at the end of the day, they were they uh they asked where it was at, or maybe it was the next day, they asked where it was at. He was like, I threw it away. It's bad. Then no, that's a sensitive item. So they had to call up the post commander and say, hey. Got a sensitive item missing. We got to shut down posts. And they shut down the whole fucking Korean post. I want to say it was on a Friday, too, the night that everybody likes to go out. Man. Who were they? That shot, but I was in Campbell, too. They shut down all the posts. We couldn't go home. Right when I first got there, it was when they come back from deployment. And they lost uh, a whole, fuck, what was it? A Connex full of weapons. Ooh. Full of M4s and shit. They were just barely coming back from deployment. And somewhere in route, someone checked in that it got there. And then they're like, yo, where are the weapons at? They're like, Fuck, I don't know. 
So now you have a whole connex full of fucking military weapons and shit missing. fucking missing. Yeah. Yeah, bro. No, I was, I was like, I think like my first month there, like, ah, nah, bro. Ain't nobody going be surprised home. how easy that shit goes missing, too. Yeah, and the whole thing was, like, the thing never even got there. Like, some dumbass just checked the wrong block. It's like, nah, it doesn't matter, bro. Nobody's going home. And, yeah, we were stuck there for all 24 hours before they realized, like, ah, oh, no, that truck is still in route. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anybody leaving. So, you think, uh... Having served in the military, because you got a boy, you got a boy, I got a boy, I got mm-hmm. several boys. Would y'all let them, uh, or hell, even the girls, would y'all let them sign up? No. No? <laughs> no, I would not, no. No? What about you? Um, Boy and girl. I wouldn't encourage it, but if they came to it and it was their decision, and that's what they wanted to do, um, I don't see why not. But... But even now, I mean, even even now, I don't really like, you know, bringing it up or anything like that. Mm. Ken's always like, how come you don't tell us anything about it or, you know, tell us some cool stuff? Or every time you go over to Carlos, says, I hear something new about it. I'm like, it's just, you weren't there for most of it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she was there, but, you know. Some, Actually just, being there, yeah, being it's there, different. You know, yeah. you can't, I can't really explain it to you because. I still wouldn't understand it. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, as far as kids, I mean, I wouldn't push it on them, but if that's something, yeah, if that's something they want to do, you know, then so be it. I, I'm, I'm going to be there for them. I'm going to support them through but it. See, that's what like, I meant. Like, I wouldn't be, like, advertising it or be like, exactly. hey, like, you should. Daddy did it. Fuck are you doing it? You know, like no, yeah. that's yeah. what I meant by my. No. They like I'm not gonna be no, like nah. You just if if they were to ask me, I think I'd I'd, I'd tell them my truth. You know, mm-hmm. hey, this is what it's like. This is what it was like for me. These were my experiences. Um, I'll tell you what you want to know about it, and uh, make up your mind from there. But if it were up to me, I'd go to college. Yeah, go to go to college. You know, you ain't. You ain't got to do that. Yeah. You ain't got to prove nothing to me. Right. You know, yeah. just do your thing and uh, enjoy life, man. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I mean, that's why we went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, as as parents, because we're all parents now. Yeah. As parents, that's part of the reason why we stayed there. We went. And uh, that's part of the reason why we kept going through it. Yeah. You know, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the end of it, it wasn't for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I would definitely, uh, you know, just have them basically make up their own mind at the end of it. Yeah. It's hard talking about it. Uh, like I don't really talk too much about a lot of my experiences with the kids and Martha, like some of the good stories I tell them. And then some of the stories Martha knows because she went with me through while I was going through all the, uh, the disability stuff and I had to tell them everything I've been through. But Carlos, he... He has brought up a couple times that he wants to sign up, and he gets, he says, I, I think I'm going to go to service. I don't know what else I want to do. I might just, I think I want to go in. I want to serve my country and serve, you know, I, I want to be helpful or whatever. And I kind of like, I've, I told him, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I was like, I mean, the only reason I went is because I had no other choice. There was no, there wasn't too many options from where I came from of what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I come from a poor family, so... I had nobody to help me pay for college. Um, I, if I was going to go, it was going to be loans. And then, you know, I, I had kids at a young age, so 
how am I going to go to college and support my family at the job I was doing? Because like I said, I was I was at a, working at a furniture factory, building couches, put, assembling couches, making minimum wage. And then, you know, like I said, 9-11 happened and it, it kind of like that kind of pushed me over like, hey, you know, I want to go serve. And, you know, it's going to be my way out of bringing my family out of where we came from. And I basically told him that, like, you know, I, I had no choice. You know, I, I come from a, a low-income family. You know, it was either bust my ass for the rest of my life and not do anything with myself or get into debt trying to do things for myself that might not work out or, you know, go to the streets, be, be in the streets and doing what a lot of my other friends and cousins and were doing. It's like, so that was my out. And for you, you know, you got, you got more, you got not... You don't have a lot of options, but you have more options than what I had at that you, time. Like, you definitely got more opportunities. Yeah, you got more opportunities. You know, you yeah. focus in school. You know, I can help them put them to school as much as I can. And uh, I tell them, you know, if you still have that, that desire to serve something, I say, try a cop first. Go be a cop. Yeah. I was like, at least here. Be a here, doctor, be a lawyer. At least, <laughs> at least then, you know, there is danger to that. But, you know, you're not at war every day if you get deployed. You don't have, like, you know... Not to say that the cop being a cop is any less dangerous, but well, I, I don't know. During if he gets deployed, it, it definitely is less dangerous uh, being a cop. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I I, I tell him, I mean, if you want to go, I mean, that's your choice. I can't keep you. You're gonna be eighteen. I, I tell all my kids, once you turn eighteen, your choices are your choices. Like, you know, I can if you want my advice, I give it to you. But at the in the end of the day, it's gonna be your choice. And I tell you, if you do decide to serve, you know, go serve Air Force. Easiest thing to do, I think. Deployments are, are shorter. Your accommodations are better. Everything they have, I think, is better. I don't know if it's still that way, but back in the day, Air Forces, they had the best barracks. They had the, the shortest deployments. They had everything. Their their bonuses were better. Their pay, I think, was even better, I think. Um, but he's he's he was adamant when we were talking that time. Like, nah, I think I want to go Army. I want to be in it. I was like, man, it's like, look at me and how I am with you guys sometimes. You know, sometimes I can't handle my temper. You know, I lose it. I said, all of that is a is a consequence of me going through the stuff I went through. I was like, you don't want you don't want to be like that with your kids, do you? He's like, I don't think it'll be that way. I was like, I'm trying to tell you something, <laughs> but you know, all I can do is tell him what he want, what I what I know out of my experience. And if it, when he gets close to that age, if he still wants to go, probably sit down and have a talk with him and give him the realities of war, because you know we've seen war, and and then just you know you give up a lot of freedom going into the army too. I mean, because. Mm-hmm. You got somebody telling you what to do, and you got to listen. It ain't like a job over here. Like, nah, I quit. I'm done. Over here, you know, you go be a cop, and if you don't like that structure that I think cops have, they have ranks there, too. I don't know if it's Mm -hmm. as strict as the military, where if you don't listen, you know, they take your pay or, you know, they restrict you to barracks. I don't think it's going to be that bad as as a cop, but you have some of it, and you get to experience it. And if you can't handle that and you don't want that, you can at least quit and go do something else. In the service, you got a contract, you got to serve it, and if you don't, if you decide you don't want to serve it, and you get out, you know that follows you because everywhere you, I don't, it's like a felony. Yeah, essentially, that's what yeah, dishonorable discharge. That's like a felony. Yeah, everywhere you go, you got to show that 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 paper when you. So, for people who don't know, when you get out of the military, you get a DD two fourteen, which basically is your your record of your service and how you served and how you were discharged, and so a lot of everywhere you go and apply for a job. They want that. They want to see that DD two fourteen. If they see you have a dishonorable ch- discharge, and that looks bad on you, and nobody wants to. Yeah, hire even you. Uh, other than under honor, bro, it's like yeah, bruh. yeah. So I mean, I, I I think I would tell them explore your options, try and do something different. You know, go to college because 
I didn't go to college. So I was 30 years old, and half of that was because I spent my 20s in the military and not being able to do all that. So, but not that you need college or anything, because a lot of people go do just fine, and make a lot of money not going to college. Yeah, a there's a, there's a lot of other things you can do besides go to. And we told them that too. If you if you don't want to go to college, don't go to college. Go do find something you want to do, make some money out of it. Especially now in this day of age, there's so many like avenues <clears throat> you could approach. Not just for money, but like for residual income. Yeah, you can fucking what's that fucking e-commerce? Like that's like huge right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously you're not gonna compete with fucking Amazon, but like yeah. there's there's so many avenues you can be anything with computer related nowadays. Like yeah. that's gonna pay. Good fucking, money. I know people right now that never went to college ever did didn't do a single credit college, but they did like their their CompTIA certs. Mm-hmm. And those, like, literally, you can just go fucking buy the book for, like, 100 bucks, whatever the fuck they cost. Study the damn book. Pay your fee to, for your voucher to go do your test. Do your test. You can make six figures with, like, oh, yeah. three certs. Yeah. And I, there's a guy that worked for me at my last job. He was self-taught. Uh, he was a self-taught programmer. Mm-hmm. And, hell, he probably made more money than I did and knew a lot more than I did. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's out there. You just got to want it. Like, right now, he wants to be a music producer. <laughs> so I told him. Research the software you need. Start, you know, he's got like that little electrical drum set that he can plug up. Get that. And they say, if you, if you need anything else, let me know. And we'll see if we can get it. So you can start trying. Start now. I said, that's a very competitive field to be in. So you got to start now. Mm-hmm. But my daughter, on the other hand, I, I can't tell her no. But I, I, I got a lot of stories I can tell her about how women are treated in the military a lot. And it's terrible. I don't know. It's probably a lot better now since yeah, they're more comp- they're more focused on like like you said the sharp stuff, and the EO stuff. But it's but still the day. Like if you think about it, the sharp, the EO, it's just like yeah, it's it's in the military. It's law, mm-hmm. but it's just like any other law in the country. Like they're broken. Oh you yeah, know what I mean like it's like oh, there's a rule in place. Like I'll be fine. But like I mean, there's a rule in place for DUIs. I yeah. mean, DUIs you hear of every year, or just in your own city alone. I mean, DUIs, yeah. you know, like, yeah. or like murder, there's laws for that. There's murder for robbery, burglary, everything. But yeah. it, it happens almost on a daily basis. So, yeah. like, use that same common knowledge to, like, the military. Like, you can't just depend on, like, oh, there's oh, a yeah. program for this. There's a regulation for this. And, like, I mean, yeah. if civilians are breaking all these rules, all these laws, what makes you think service members are breaking regulation, yeah. breaking policies? You oh know? yeah. When I was in Iraq, man, I seen, uh, I seen and heard of a bunch of like things that what happened with the women there. Like, so when we were there, it was I, I don't know if wherever you were stationed in Afghanistan, but it was completely lights out at night. Mm-hmm. There was no lights allowed. They had they were lighting the palace up until we started getting lit up with mortars and stuff, and then they 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 turned that off. So it's pitch dark, and you're walking in the middle of the night by yourself, coming back from your shift of whatever you're doing. There was women getting raped in between trailers and stuff like that in the middle of the night because they got off their shift to walk in the middle of the night because there's you're not driving a, I don't know maybe maybe different other units did, but we were walking or catching a bus. No, there was no buses. We were just walking to our wherever our station was at to go do it when they were in garrison. Um, and so, yeah, it was a lot of places, a lot of things like that happening, women getting raped and, and then uh, higher-ranking people messing with the lower-ranking people. And then, you know, they they felt like they couldn't do anything about it because it's higher rank. They control their career for a while. So, I don't know. Maybe with my daughter, I'd probably be a little more strict or a little more, try and be a little more convincing. Hey, please don't sign up. <laughs> See, I think when it comes on to kids, I don't think it's all about, like, 
I don't want them to join because like it's so hard. It's such a rough life. Like no, I can't complain about the military. The military has been good to me. Mm-hmm. Like I can't be like yo like. The military screwed me. The military is like messed up my family, messed up my plan. And, like I can't say any of that because like it's honestly like not only have I found it to be an easy job, like something I'm good at, but I've gotten like. Never been, I can't say I've been screwed by the military, you know, mm-hmm. but I think when it comes to kids, it's basically, like, like we said, most of us were, like, first-generation, like, service members, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? At that point, you got to ask, be like, if you want to serve, like, w- w- what are you trying to serve? Like, what do you want? Do you want to be, uh, just so you can brag, like, oh, yeah, like, I was a soldier, I was a Marine, I was an Ironman, I was this, mm-hmm. I was that, like, what, what exactly are you trying to accomplish in the, yeah. in the long run? Like, you know, because like, if you just want to serve, like, America, you can serve as a doctor. Yeah. You can serve as a lawyer. You can serve as a technician, as a plumber. You can serve as many things, you know? It's not just, like, serving only equals military. Like, yeah. You can serve multiple ways, you know? So if serving is all you want to do, like, you can be a servant. I mean, you can be a fucking, fucking waiter for all you want to care, you know? Like, you got to, like differentiate like what exactly is the end result that you want from it you know because like all of us can say like yeah do you get pride from serving yeah you do because it's it's something that a lot of people want to do yeah like it's like cool like they say nowadays it's still that one percent yeah but yeah i've met a lot of people was like i was gonna join us yeah there's a lot of people that was gonna join up (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly you know so that's like you get that like kind of like entitlement where it's like cool like i'm part of that like small population of people that actually did it but there's also that small population like it comes with like like you can say like quote unquote a sacrifice like it's not just like you just don't go in there and you're like yeah like i'm a badass like i'm like better than you because i serve like you might have served for good reasons but yeah the path you went through probably ended up in something you're like, damn, like, it like really fucked me up now, either yeah. mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's like a conversation. I feel like that I, when, I, when I said that like, I don't want my kid to start, I feel like you gotta like inform them, like, you'll have a more educated yeah. answer than just like, I just wanna go and like shoot people. Like, yeah, wanna, yeah. You know, like something like that, like, oh, I play COD, like, it looks cool. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's something that they gotta understand. Like it's not just like you go out there like now you sacrifice a lot. Like honestly, like I, I really believe service members sacrifice more freedoms oh, yeah. than the freedoms they actually protect. Like, you know, yeah. like I, I, I firmly believe that. Like Yeah, because you, you know, you you're protecting like freedom of speech. You can't just say what the fuck you wanna say. Exactly. Yeah, you can't go bash on your president whether you like him or not. You can't yeah. do that. You know, you can't bash on your congressman, you can't bash on your commander, you can't bash on anybody for that matter, it's over you. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the conversation I was having with Carl. I was like, why? What, what, why do you want to sign up? And he was like, well, because I want to serve my country or I want to I want to be helpful. And, this and that's what I was telling him. Try being a cop just or a fireman or something. You know, Try something locally where you're still around your family. You don't have to worry about anything. You still have some worries, but it's not as major as like when you go out there going to another country and you know, you're outnumbered basically when you go to another country. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know, it, like I said, it does come with sacrifice because like I'm sure you you are too, but like it fucked with me mentally, and if my body's all fucked up because of the RPG attack, and it's like, you know, and then that comes down to your kids. You come home, and that carries over to your kids and your family. As much as you don't want it to, sometimes you just can't control it, and that's why I tell them like you you don't do you want to be like me because there's a chance you can come home and be like me. You know, if you get deployed, you go to war, you see shit that you're not supposed to see that not everybody has seen and nobody even knows about sometimes. 
you know, people were just like, ah, oh, that's in the movies, that don't happen, but shit, when you see stuff like that happen, you know, that fucks with you mentally, and it's not something you can really control that much, is that what you want, is that, do you are you ready for that, to come home for that, and him being young, 15, it's just like, oh yeah, I'm not worried about it, so, but yeah, I don't know, like I said, though, my daughter, I'd be a little more, I'd, I'd probably break more down into the details and be like, no, nah, it's probably not something you want to do. But mm-hmm. even then, if she wanted to go, I'd support her because everybody told me not to go whenever I signed up. Like I said, I signed up right after 9-11 and my mom <sighs> down there wanted to beat my ass for, for signing up because I just went inside. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my ex-wife. I didn't tell mom or my dad. I just left, I left my job and I went straight to the recruiting office and I signed up that day. Then I came home and I told everybody and... My mom was pissed off. You didn't just see the fucking news? They were they were going to war. It's like, yeah, I know. That's kind of why I signed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know, but I, I do miss from the Army, and I don't know if it's still, I, you know, you get form a brotherhood with the people, especially when you go to war with them. You get, you get form a brotherhood with the people, and you got a, a certain structure. Everybody knows, or supposed to know what they're doing every day or what, where they fall in line at where they're at. So, like, if you like in the civilian job, you know, everybody has these job titles, but nobody really goes. A lot of people don't really go by them. And, like, people, they they uh, they talk back and, you know, they, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to go do something else. But in the military, there's a structure to it, I think, to where, like, you know your job. You know what you're supposed to do. You know what's going to happen if you don't get it done. You know the next guy. You know what his job is. You know he's supposed to be doing it. And if he doesn't, he's probably going to face some consequences one way or another. And then you know who your leadership is. You know how far you can go with them or what they can do. It's like some structure to that that I miss being out in the civilian world. I don't know if you get any of that. Yeah. With it. And then, like, all the people I served with, I still have them on, on Facebook. And we talk sometimes, especially the guys I was in Iraq with. I miss some of that because... Co-workers nowadays, they're just co-workers. You just go to work with them and go home. You don't know nothing else about them. But yeah. the people you serve with, you live with them. Like I said, in you, go small, them, huh? you go through shit with them. You go through shit with them. You go to the field with them. You go to the field with them. You go yeah. through the same bullshit with them. Yeah. You, you, like, you know. And, and the ones that scrub your back when you can't reach That's them. Marines. Mm-hmm. That's Marines. That's Marines. I can always stretch my back. <laughs> like being clean. That's the Marines. That's like being clean. You and them semen. Yeah, you got them semen taking care of you, man. Someone's got to. Okay. Um, so how we want to end this off? Let's see. Um, your shots. Your your bottle. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, we're going to take a quick break while I go retrieve that bottle. We're going to take these shots and see how it goes. All right, so we're back. Damn so, you <laughs> so my Your brother's fat as fuck, dude. I got titties wet right now. <laughs> so I went to Texas uh, last week. That's why I wasn't in the in the podcast. Uh, well, to the very end. Um, sorry about that. I know you guys. I know you guys missed me. Anyway, my brother he gave me a he listened to our podcast, so he gave me a bottle. He wanted me to uh, sample out and and rate on this podcast. It's a bottle of Casamigos tequila. Uh, that's pretty much all. I, it's it's uh, Casa Amigos de Agave. A hundred percent de Agave is what it says. Huh? You have it. Uh, Echo Mexico. I want to say I have. So it's George Clooney's tequila, dude. So I I went ahead and uh, is it? Yeah. Really? It's him and his amigos. So the back. I can't tell you. Bullshit. I'm <laughs> The backstory behind it was that him and his friends used to make this tequila and drink it, 
and they used to drink it so often that they would get it so much that the distiller that would make it would be like, hey, we're making, like, an abundance amount of this shit for it to be legal. Like, you have to, like, distiller it and sell it. And that's what came up with this tequila. Oh, there you I go. Can, I can fact check me. I don't fun, care. Fun fact. Yeah, y'all fact check this shit because, you know, sometimes people be like, oh, it does say George Clooney on it. Look at that right there. Son yeah. of a George bitch. Clooney. Son of a you're bitch. Not, you're not all bullshit. I'm you a tequila enthusiast. Sometimes bro. you know things. Sometimes you know things. And uh, who uh, gifted you this? It's my brother Omar gave me this right here. He pulled up and he said, here, for your podcast. So, so if it tastes like shit, that's who we're going to like shit. It's we got it for you, Omar. Notes of a smooth vanilla finish. Mm. Yes. So, I can taste something on lips. So we all got a shot right now. We can uh, try this out. Mm. We ain't got no taste. You want taste some lips, dog? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Nah, just yeah, a shot, dog. Salute. Yeah. Salute. Let's taste this out. Oh, Danny. Oh, I'll take shots of that. Oh, yeah. You're supposed to savor it. Don't take the fucking shot. Oh, bro. We said shots. Oh. Now, B, I could sip on that. Oh, daddy. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. So, um, we'll go ahead and rate our drinks then. So, the, we'll start off with this last one. We took the Casamigos. I give yes. it about a seven and a half, eight. I like tequila. That's a good tequila. I'm going to give it a nine. You're going to give it a nine? Fuck yeah. I had tequila too, man, but I'll give, I'll give it a, a 7.5. 7.5? All right. I'm about right there with you, 7, 8, somewhere around there. What about the uh, the Brothers Bond? It's sh- So, <laughs> so uh, this is probably the first bottle we've been through. We're probably going to finish it before the end of the night, I think. I think there's probably two more ca- two more glasses. I, I think besides the uh, gin and tonic we had, that Gen X. Yeah. This is another this, good. This another bottle. good one. This so I gotta read. I gotta once this is empty, I need to get another bottle. Yeah, I'll smooth. Keep that in stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give that. A, I'll give that an eight and a half, nine, close to so it. So what's a bottle like this go for? This bottle will cost uh, forty five dollars plus tax. Damn. Oh. Mm, that should just. That's too much. I hurt my pocket, dog. I, I don't think I. I think all the bottles I've gotten so far, I try to keep them around mm. fifty bucks. Man, I'm, I'm just. I'm the, I'm talking about some some some, some more like uh, some Smith's small liquid. Oh know, no! Right? So so next I'm not week, expecting that. Next week, oh, well, I should have done it this week because this is actually our New Year's episode. This is gonna release on New Year's. I should have went and got the other bottle. So I'm, I'm gonna get that Crown Royal. Um, this yes, is the yes, New Year's Yotra. episode. This is the New Year's oh, episode. Oh, you got boot labeled, dog. The new Year, New Me. No, uh, it's there's a. I, I used to get a. a pause, because ex- pause before. No, 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 no. no. Before you carry on to that conversation, what's your New Year's resolution? Uh, my New Year's resolution. Uh, I'm gonna try and be a little more active this year. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, I got two. Two actually. I'm gonna try and be a little like more physically active or, physically. Yeah. Or socially. Uh, physically. Yeah. I mean, like on a podcast. I, I talk, oh, oh uh, okay. they say I talk too much on the podcast. Who said right that? Now. Yeah. Who said that? Be specific. Who my, said that? my my beautiful wife. I said that I talk too much. Okay, okay. My two, my two, my two resolutions. I'm gonna try and be more active, and I'm gonna try and save some money this year. I'm gonna try and uh, you gotta put a you gotta put a, a limit to it. Like I'm how gonna much try and money? build some wealth oh, by the end money? of the year. Yeah, because we we do gotta come back and check it off. By the end of the year, I want to save. I want to save twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand. So if you don't make twenty twenty two, you'll have twenty. By the end of twenty two, I'm gonna try. So nah, the rule is, if you don't meet your quota, if if you don't meet your quota, we get that money. 
Nah. 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 nah, nah, nah. So that's that's. This motherfucker gets nine. I'll get the ten. <laughs> nine. Yeah, you do math. That's nineteen. That's nineteen. Because you didn't bet the quota. No, that's nineteen. Went to tech school, dog. You went to tech school. Right? <laughs> what about you? Should have joined the army. <laughs> that just shows you Marine and Army intellect. That shows you. What, what's your new? Everybody knows people in the army are people that couldn't make it in the Marine Corps. Come on out. God, talk damn. to you recruit. And people in the talk Marines couldn't make it in the real world. Yeah, they couldn't pass the. They couldn't pass the. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were you saying? New my New Year's, my yeah. New Year's resolution. Mm. Um, fuck, dude. I I, I want to say work out, be more active, but that seems like a yearly thing for me. So I'm not gonna say it this year. Oh yeah, I know, but I'm tired of hearing that one. Hey, it's my new. It's my. <laughs> How long have I known you, dog? Fuck, dude. Long, long. Ooh, I'm you only get bigger. My, that's my point. <laughs> How the old ladies do it when they get uh, talk about getting dicked out. Woo. Um, so what is it gonna be? You say I dicked you down? Or Damn! What? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was that reference, bro? Never mind, dog. Uh, my New Year's resolution. Mm. Love your cunyao more. <laughs> <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Uh, pass him a cleanup towel when I'm done with him. Let <laughs> get them socks, <laughs> Oh Damn, who pissed you off? Um, no, my, my New Year's resolution, I think, for this year is to not be as lazy. Yeah. What does that even be more mean, active. bro? You got to be a specific be more, goal, No, bro. I didn't say be more active. Slow down, Alka. Well, that's what I mean when Slow I say down, be more active. Like, because I'm lazy, and so I just need to get up and do shit. Right, I'm not saying right. I'm going to go exercise and shit. I just need to get up and I, do shit. I, 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 I want to be less lazy. You got to put, like, a, a specific goal, though. I'm, I'm, yeah, can you let me finish? Or are you going to keep interrupting? Damn, Carlos. <laughs> Golly, Martha! <laughs> right. Um, no, uh, I'm gonna let you be you. I don't, I don't, thanks, play. I appreciate that. Um, I'm mentally, sorry for man, expecting something out of you. Mentally, I'm, I'm, I keep beating myself up, you know. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you married? Like, you don't gotta do that no more, dog. <laughs> she does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's about to be a volume two of this. You're about to get canceled, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we'll we'll keep it at that. Go ahead, John. What you got? Let, let, let's hear what you got. Late, New Year's resolution. Ooh, nah, nah. Fuck the fat thing. Let's go with uh, uh, like something along the lines of making amends. <laughs> you gonna you gonna make amends with everybody you've done wrong in your life? Uh, not, personally, to this point in my life, I don't think I've done anybody wrong. Okay. Really? Okay. Man, let me make it so so lose weight. Yeah, that's it. God damn, are we all fucking? No, because no, like I'm really, not bro, you look fat. at us two and we like, the fuck up. okay, nah, I've been getting fat, bro. Like I really have. It's... Dude, I'm sweating. This motherfucker can't catch his breath, and you over and really. Yeah. Yeah. This nigga's in here with a sweater. <laughs> He's okay, a, okay. I'm, I'm sorry I got standards, bro. I'm sorry oh I got God. standards, okay? <laughs> no, no, for real. Just, I got like a certain like physical goal I'm trying to make, and I'm not nowhere near him right now. You passed tape? I had to get taped for the first time in my life. You squeeze your neck down like that? Well, you know I did. <laughs> that's, that's I even nice. raised the heels up a little yeah, bit. How about we change the question? How about that? Because new, when we say what's your New Year's resolution... Everybody says wait. Now, are we going to Hawaii or some shit this year? Travel more. I'm going to travel, travel more. Travel and like, more. bro, like, <laughs> how about the question B? What's your this year life goal? What this does that even mean? 
It just it's on the damn sentence. I want to lose fuck? weight, bro. It's my life. Like, I'm getting fat, bro. How am I gonna pick up a sugar mama looking like this, dude? I gotta <laughs> die that weighs more than you. What the <laughs> fuck you mean lose weight? <laughs> yeah, tra- travel more and uh, <laughs> travel more. Hang out with the kids a little bit more this year. That's what you want to do? No, yeah. that'd be sweet. Yeah, travel I, more I, and hang out with the kids and more. get some more me time, fishing, hunting. I want yeah, to where you got the testosterone roll? That's right. Yeah, we're actually, you're actually starting before the New Year's. That's right, we're yeah, going fishing Sunday. We're going fishing Sunday. Oh, that's crazy because I'm off Sunday. That's if he gets permission. Fuck yeah. Oh my God. Here we you go tell me he dictates your life? The last time Thank I changed you. my plans because he said he was going to go do something. And before he even got home, he got that cut out. Damn. Nah, nigga. You hold my boy back. <laughs> you hold my boy back. Nah, don't be Cause he loses. That's why I'm fat. That's why I'm fat, nigga. Cause, Cause you hold me back. Release me, dog. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Well. Yours? You you changed it up. You never said you said. Yeah, you oh never. shit. Yeah. New goals. Um. You know what? I think. I think my new goal this year. My life goal this year will be to mm. have no less than five days minimum at the gym. What does that mean? Like a, a week? week? A week. Okay. So you'll oh, go to oh, the gym. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll go to the gym five days a week. That's my goal. Ain't that what y'all do now though? That's what we try to do now. Okay. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see yeah. where I'm getting with the whole laziness mentality? Yeah. But is it because yeah. you go? Is it because do you don't go because it's so early? Like, would it be yeah, easier for you to go at night? Is, bro. Oh, yeah. It'd be easier for us to go at night. It definitely would be. Man, what the fuck? We were going at night, and then they changed on us and went and started going in the mornings. Then uh, our kids end up getting sports. And That's all right. That is hard. When fuck kids it is we, we not eat kids dinner until 8, 9 o'clock, and then you still got to stay up even later to help the kids do their homework. Yeah. So it turns to you doing their fucking homework while they go to bed. It's hard, man. And, yeah, so, yeah, it would be easier to go that night. Yeah, but it's just too much going on. Burley, See, I'm a, I'm a night owl. I'll, I'll, <laughs> right. I'll go. I can, if I had some, I'm not as self-motivated as I used to be. So, like, if somebody, if I was That's going with somebody problem, the and, and we can agree to a nighttime, like, I can go, I'm a night owl. I'm up to 1 o'clock in the morning just about every night. So, technically, you're before the sun comes up type of person. Yeah. So, at 4 o'clock in the morning, you could go. Nah, that's too early. Motherfucker, you ain't no vampire. Once, ain't no I, sun go, coming once up I lay down, I'm asleep till 6 o'clock, 6.30. It is motherfucker. You see what? Well, anyway, that's even my then, goal. Even then, I'm that, That's right, my that's goal. Your goal. That's, that's your goal. my goal. Well, I was trying to say is, like, if you want to go at night and you want to go later after the kids lay down for bedtime, uh-huh. my kids go to bed at 8.30. Yeah. You want to go at 8.30? We'll go at 8.30. See, I like how you're direct now. The whole beating around the bush cause an argument. Well, I need you to refrain from I forget you're a Marine. Like Make that your you. life goal. <laughs> you forget you gotta spell out for a little slow, bro. Yeah, a little slow. A little Sorry, slow, too many man. crowns. What about you? Sorry, let's get back. Oh, uh, no, my life goal. I'm going to let that slide with y'all's fiber optic communication <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> oh, no, I just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to it. get a couple certs under my belt, man. I've been in the military five years and I really haven't got any certs. Like, I've, I've been... Weighing well, well, on my bachelor's What's the so quality much. of your knee pads? <laughs> I get low grade, bro. I, I see problem. It's you, fucking you should, up. You, 
I want to scrape my knees when I do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you should definitely get you some college credits while you're in there for free. I want no motherfuckers to know I did it. You know? <laughs> no, 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 but all serious, it's like I, I already I already had a bachelor's degree. I don't feel like I ain't do anything else. Like you know, I'm not hungry for a master's or a doctorate. Now. What like, are you hungry for? <sighs> <laughs> All I heard was your mom's bitch. <laughs> nah, last time I said a mom joke got me in trouble. So. No, yeah, no. some motherfucker out there censored me. So no. All right, so so uh, we did the drinks. Uh, we're about winding down. That's about it, right? Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. We're coming That's to it. the end of this, boys. Happy uh, Happy New Year to everybody who's listening to this. Hope y'all celebrate good with people you you care about and people you want to be around with. People that want to be around you, if not, fuck them, let them go. That's uh, that's always been mine. You don't want to be around that's me. That's the motto, baby. You don't want to be around me. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> Who? So, What's his name? Yolo. <laughs> so uh, we'll finish this with a little cheers. Happy Salute. New Year's, everybody. Everybody Salute. listening. And that's another episode of Convos on the Rocks. Happy, fuck, happy, fuck this year. Enjoy the new one. <laughs> happy New Year's, bitches. Get ready to suck today's dick. <laughs> that's some <laughs> Marine talking right there. <laughs>